Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Crank up the radio. Listen to your boy, DG. We got an outstanding show for you. Steve Berline is going to join us. Domer, longtime NFL quarterback. We'll talk about uh, Notre Dame's coaching hire, and we'll talk about the National Football League. Um, that's upcoming in 20 minutes. I think Berline's great. Chris Sims, who we know is great, has very strong opinions. Some of you agree with, some of you disagree with. We don't care. He's our guest. He's our friend. He'll join us next hour. And in the third hour of the show, Joel Klatt will join us. We'll talk about the college football playoff. We'll talk about these coaching movement and who actually, like all these hires, um, are interesting, and if you do half full, you do half empty, but we'll get Clatt's perspective now. We reserve the right to be wrong as well. Remember, this show is brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas! Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, go to visitlasvegas.com and start planning your trip. I, I gave the rundown of the Raider game. It's pretty amazing. It's, it's, uh, it, it's going to work. I've told you it's going to work for a long time, and it's brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today. Visit LasVegas.com. Okay. Um, here's what I want to do. Okay. And Jason Stewart, you can't cheat because you know what I want to get to. But I will ask you, Jason Stewart, coming off of last night's game, Monday Night Football, where I was wrong, I was right. You guys were all right, right? You guys all took the Pats and the under. I took the Bills and the under. So I was one and one. You guys were two and zero. Oh. Congratulations. 
Um, what do you think the top storyline of last? I would, I, I think I know, but again, Jason, what do you think the top most shows will lead with storyline uh, from from last night? I think it, it, um, it was either Bill Belichick is a genius who found a new way, new tricks up his sleeve, or let's not overrate what Bill Belichick did. The Bills had many chances. Okay. Ramos, what do you think last night's, the, the narrative coming off of last night would be? Bills, uh, Bills, uh, Patriots doing it any which way they can. Like, you know, just any way they can, they can win. They're find finding a way. a way. Yep. Yeah. Find a way to win a game like that. Uh, uh, Dan Byer, what, what do you think? The I mean, you 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 do this obviously with the headlines at top of the hour with our game half past the hour. What do you think the 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 takeaways are for most people from last night? Belichick proves he's the goat again. Oh, okay. Can I give you one that I I I I thought that again? I I see the world like I feel like this is the perfect game that no one wants to sit next to in the dugout. Right? That no one wants to jinx it. And maybe I'm going to jinx it, but I want to be the first to put my flag in the ground and say, uh, last night's game opens up not just the possibility or maybe the possibility continues to grow that we could have the most intriguing Super Bowl ever. Now, keep in mind, we never had Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady Though I wish it was because of all those things that went bump in the night when they when Aaron Rodgers had a torn calf and they lost in Seattle, right? We we didn't get we didn't get then. We never had LeBron versus Kobe in an NBA Finals, right? So that was what we I thought we might get once upon a time. We never got that dream matchup, and I think for fans, um, you know, in terms of the overall draw, right? The the dream matchup, uh. Would probably this year would be in terms of, you know, fan base and anybody from the NFC, any of the, the, the three or four biggies, but the Cowboys are the biggest, right? The Cowboys against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. We just had Cowboys Chiefs. It would be a, a rematch. Obviously, Rodgers versus Mahomes would be great. And we already had Tom Brady versus Mahomes last year, although market size and following of Tampa, but it doesn't seem to matter because it's Tom Brady. Can I tell you what my takeaway last night, the, the, the perfect game that no one wants to sit next to is? Has anybody thought we could have Belichick versus Brady in the Super Bowl? It, it's that awkward prom situation, right? Where you had that couple and they were together, you know, going back to seventh and eighth grade. And now you get to prom and they're no longer together and they take dates, right? And, you know, Belichick takes a date that looks exactly like Tom Brady used to look like, right? Like, like that clearly this is Mac Jones is his type. Whereas Brady traded in the older model for a, a more fun, a more fun date, right? Like the previous date was very conservative, very classy, did things her own way. This one just likes to have a good time. Have we thought of that? Can you imagine Brady versus Belichick in the Super Bowl? Did any, did you guys, um, and Bayer, again, I, I, I actually went back and listened to you yesterday. I listened to the, the, we did a segment on why people don't care about the Heisman Trophy, and you gave great thought and a really interesting insight. Um, so, did you did you have has that crossed your mind as a possibility? Um, not as no for the. I'm trying to figure out the right way to put this because the NFL has been so wide open. Mm-hmm. I think that um, that is that has not been something that has been on my you know been on my mind because I didn't know who was the best team in the NFC for the last month because it's been so volatile. And I think the same thing with the AFC. So as you're sitting there trying to figure it out, I think it's just been so crazy over the last, you know, the just really over the last month in November and who's been good and who hasn't, that it's been so wide open that haven't even really thought that we could possibly get a rematch, of those, or not even a rematch, but a showdown between those two. Jay Stu, when I mentioned it on our phone call, did, did, had you been thinking about it previously? I had not, and I think my reasoning is that up until like last week, I really 
didn't think that a rookie was going to lead a team to a Super Bowl. And, it's it's still know. unlikely. Listen, it's still unlikely. I'm like like just in terms of a rookie and this team. But as 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 Bayer pointed out, like I I think one reason is it's so topsy turvy. We see a team one week and we we fall in love. We see in the next week like God, I don't like that team. Right? I mean. Heck, if you saw Seattle for the last couple of weeks and you watch Seattle against San Francisco, you're like, wait, what? 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 This doesn't make any sense. You know, but now take a breath. We're well past the, the, the halfway mark. Things are starting to take shape. And the Patriots have right now have home field advantage throughout. And as we've seen, they can play in any weather condition. They're built for that. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are one game back of having home field advantage throughout against the Arizona Cardinals. So if they're the number one seed, it's the most likely scenario in which they get there. Again, I'm Byer, I'm with you. Like it's so week to week and it's so wide open, but like the Patriots are getting better and the Buccaneers are going to be there. It, it ain't crazy. And I don't know. I'm watching last time. Like, you know, nobody's brought that up. Like it's, yeah, it's, Go ahead. to be honest, I was going to say that I've liked New England the, the past month because of their consistency, where now I have questions about Tampa. Right, Tampa, yeah, right. Yeah. T- totally, totally understandable, right? You have you have questions about, and this is to, to Jason's point, what will Mac Jones do in the playoffs? Whereas for Tampa, you're like, and by the way, Tampa kind of quietly, again, playing what you would think two bad teams, whatever, but they've quietly won three in a row. Right. Now, they lost to Washington, which is the head-scratcher. They lost to the Saints. They have the Bills. Poor Bills, right? The Bills lose that game. Now they got to turn around and play in a short week on the road against Tampa. At least they get out of the weather is the only thing. Uh, and and the, end, the back end of the schedule for the Buccaneers is like the back end of the schedule last year. You do have Bills. Then you have Saints at home. Then you have Panthers, Jets, Panthers to finish the season which this is what happened to them last year, right? Where they had a soft end of the, and they kind of figured it out at the end of the year. But I'm watching last night and yeah, they only threw the ball three times and still won. Their defense is dynamic. Their coaching staff is outstanding. You trust their kicking game. And like, do I think Mac Jones is great? No, but it's pretty obvious. You don't have to be great at that position all the time. If you just don't turn it over. And they they have a winning formula. I don't know. Last night was was fun because all of us laymen idiots who sit at home, and this is all of us, are like, why can't you just stop the run? Just load up and it's like it's not that easy. It, it's really not that easy. And the the Patriots never, and I would have thought at some point you'd go bring in, you know, they don't really have a running quarterback. That would have been a game where whether it's Cam Newton or having a backup as running quarterback, you play 11 on 11 even harder. But, you know, using extra offensive linemen for leverage, that, that just shows that like a committed team and running the football, you can know what's coming and still not stop it. And just because you have all those guys in the line of scrimmage, sometimes that actually hurts you. But that, that was a virtuoso in terms of coaching. It was an amazing amazing football game for me to watch just because, you know, like, look, I played football as a kid. I watched football, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I understand all the different formations and how, how that stuff works. But that's the brilliance to the Patriots is what do we have to do for, to win this week? And then what do we have to do to win next week? And as much as I think people think of Bill Belichick as a curmudgeon as an old school football guy, what he's actually brought to the NFL is a, a versatility, a malleability. Ooh, that was a good word that I just, a malleability because they do whatever it takes to win each game. They don't, the old football mentality is we do what we do well and they got to stop us. Like, yeah, sometimes I like, what if you're, what if you're the, the the K gun offense that the Bills used to have last night, you'd have no chance. You can't do that. You have to run the football. Um but I think that what the what the Patriots have done consistently through all these different machinations of uh, of of outstanding football teams is 
Whatever it takes to win each game, that's what they do. And as much as you can prepare on tape, they take in what you do and try and make you play left-handed. And then offensively, you know, let's just do what it takes to win the game. And they did. And it does feel more devastating. It just, it just does. It just does. And, and I'll get to the, the, the question that was asked in the beat reporter to the Bills about uh, if they were embarrassed by their performance, that one upcoming. But coming up next, the Manning brothers uh, did the ninth out of their 10 broadcast, right? The Manning cast. Um, I'm going to relate it to the best steak you've ever had. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here 
both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. La 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 la. Now, look, it was California cold last night in Southern California. And I know when you listen to this, you're like, dude, stop it. Okay. I, but it, look at when you're used to 70 and sunny and it's 55 and rainy, it's cold. Okay. It's cold. But was anybody else who's watching? And you, I listen, you guys were all over the country, we're all over the world. I did, uh, uh, we're on in Australia and it was really cool. Last night I did a radio interview kind of about my, uh, <laughs> about my, my, my gun rant yesterday, but the guys in Australia, guys in Australia, uh, listen to the show. We have Fox sports radio down there. They're like, uh, uh, you know, mate, I, I love Dan Patrick. It's a little early for us here. We're like, really? I'm the, I'm apparently the morning show in, in Sydney, Sydney, Australia. I also didn't know if I, they like were, they had like the real accent thing, you know, going like real, should I, hello, mate, right? Like I didn't, I just, I talked like me. I was trying to figure out if I should do a Brian Kelly. Like start with guys and then by the end of the interview, go to Mike. Be like, ah, oh, you know, I'm going to throw another shrimp by the Bobby. A good decision not to, right? Right, uh, Byers, like, thank God you didn't do that. We've just been the laughing stock of all, all shows. We'll get to Dan Byer in a second. Then we're going to get to Steve Berline. Um, have you guys... You ever go to a restaurant really, really hungry, right? You ever go to a restaurant really, really hungry and you go in and you eat and you're like, I haven't eaten all day and you take a bite. You're like, oh my God, that's the best meal I've ever had in my life. And then you go back to that restaurant, you take a friend and you're like, listen, order the, you know, Order the tortellini, Alfredo, okay? Get the Caesar salad, tortellini, and then get this Chianti to wash it down. No fava beans. Anyway, just try it. You sit down, you order the exact same meal. You might even have the exact same waiter. It might be the same day of the week. I went on a Tuesday last week. It was so good. I came back on a Tuesday. So you guys get the same chef. And you sit down, you're like, still really good. But why is it not the same? Right? Why is it not the same? I um, I kind of did this actually at my house a couple weeks ago. I, I was I was hungry. I was actually starved, and you know, like I had I I have a t- I have like a cheap gene to me where sometimes I'll just do you know I'll just I drink my M Drive shake and eat as cheaply as possible for enough days, and I was like, you know what? Spending some money on me. I went out and got a Wagyu steak, a little skirt steak. It was not cheap. I made it. I, I seasoned it just with, you know, like that Himalayan salt, the, the, the thick piece. And it just, like everything, the, the, the amount of time I cooked it, the flavoring, it was perfect. And I was starved. And then the next time I did it, like, it was still really, really good. But then I was like, man, I paid how much for a steak? I just had it last week. Still good, but I don't know. Took a week off, had it again. Good, but that's where I think we are with the Manning cast. Because when we first had the Manning, like we were dying to have, got to have Peyton Manning on TV, got to have Peyton Manning on TV. And the juxtaposition of the Mannings with Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, and um, Louis Riddick. Like we were dying for some entertainment. Those guys are very good. Okay. They know football. They teach football. They're great. Do you know what they're not? They're not entertaining. Just not. And part of it is like, you know, those guys, it's not an easy gig. ESPN has been constantly recruiting people over them. You know, you just want to be yourself, but you're a little buttoned up. There's lots of promos and ads. And whereas the Manicast, they get to just talk. Here's Peyton talking about an autographed Josh Allen jersey for his son. The problem is you have like 
uh, 50-year-old guys who pay some 8-year-old to write a letter to me and you end up sending an autograph to you know, a 50-year-old man who kind of is kind of abusing the system. But, I mean, we actually do it the right way in our family. That's a game used. Uh, this is uh, Peyton Manning telling a story about trying to book Mac Jones on his show. On this, Peyton, on this you game. said you talked to Josh Allen. Did you talk to Mac Jones? You know, do you talk to all the quarterbacks? Well, I tried to talk to Mac Jones, and he was very respectful. He said, Peyton, I want to do it, but can you call our PR uh, director, uh, uh, Stacy, because he kind of has to oversee all things. I said, no problem. I called Stacy. He was very professional. I said, Stacy, I'm talking to Coach Belichick. You know, can I talk to Mac Jones? And I, I got to tell you, I appreciate how they're handling Mac Jones. They are trying to protect him, give him as few off-the-field distractions um, as possible, let him concentrate on playing football. So, yes, I did get denied. It was the first quarterback I haven't talked to, but I appreciate it. Uh, here, here's David Letterman, who, I, like I, I said David Letterman, like, look, David Letterman's show used to be, if I was up late, that was the show. I just don't, I, I don't find him funny anymore. It's like Chevy Chase, not funny anymore. Here's David Letterman on Bill Belichick's live nose wipe. Dave, you just, there's Bill Belichick right there. I know Bill has been on your show before, but you're a big Colts right. fan. What were your impressions of Bill? Oh, buddy. Well, I tell you, you get two different Bill Belichicks. You get the guy who blows his nose in his hand and then wipes his sweatshirt. You got that guy. I'll take all of that you got. Here's a keep to leave on what it's like playing for Bill Belichick. They wanted to be strict right in New England, right? But to be honest, PM, it's not that strict. He just care about a couple things, man. Don't be late. If you're late, he's sending you home for the whole day. Know your stuff and don't and don't play around with the media. So, you know what I'm saying? You stick to those three rules, you will have a great time in New England, <laughs> just like I did. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, right? Like people, I actually thought it was really good insight. Um, I thought this was probably the best line of the night from Peyton was talking about how he hates commercial breaks and doesn't Joe Buck hate commercial breaks. Joe had this response. Two minute. Yeah. Uh, two minute warning. That's Joe, Adrian do you hate Phillips. TV timeouts as much as I do? Because I, I mean, Joe, I, I mean, I really enjoy interrupting David Letterman when he's telling a joke because we're going to commercial. Have you ever had to do that? <laughs> How can I say I hate TV timeouts? I'm sitting in my house in Cabo. No, I love it. And when you do more TV, Peyton and Eli, you're going to love them too. Every time your little personal register rings. Don't ever forget that. It's awesome. Let's get to uh, Dan. So anyway, my, my, my point, and go ahead. You can roll, roll that into Dan. I mean, Dan, it's like, it's it's still good, but it's not as good as when you're crazy hungry. Buyer. And you took that bite, right? Is that that buyer? Sure. I th- I think there's there's a there's a huge flaw that they are that they are completely missing. What's that? And that's that they are they are assigning these guests to quarters, and you don't know how a game is going to flow. And I know that there may be, but there's there's no planned time. It's not like David Letterman coming up at you know. 8.30 Eastern or something like that. And I'm not even saying that, that they should do that. But when you assign guests to certain times, you have no idea where the commercial breaks are going. You don't know how game flow is going to go. So you don't know how much time you're going to have. And so at times it becomes choppy. And if you need to let a guy go, just let him go or let her go if, if it's not interesting. And that's the there's not a lot of flexibility, I think, when they assign guests to each quarters. Some are really good. The keep to leave was good. Maybe you should have been there a quarter and a half or a full quarter. And the same thing with Joe Buck. But yeah, I think they're painting themselves, you know, into a corner when they're when they're doing that. Just my thoughts. It's not a lot of flexibility. Big injury in women's basketball as UConn women's star Paige Beckers is going to miss six to eight weeks because of a fracture in her knee. Doug, that's actually, that's actually good news, believe it or not. Like, and and people are like, well, how could that possibly be good, good news? If you watched her go down, and Paige Beckers is the next superstar, right? That's how she's billed. She has a Gatorade deal. She's like the next thing. And if you watch it, like, oh, gosh, not an ACL, right? And then, so it's a, it's a break of the, what, the tibia plateau, is that right? tibia plateau or something that is i believe that's um okay so if your knee and I'm, I'm learning a bunch about the knee in terms of rehab i think 
that is like plateau. What does that mean? Right? So you're, it's, it's a flat area, a bone or whatever that's broken. I think it's at, at the top of the tibialis, which is that bottom shin bone, if you will. But anyway, the point is it's actually, believe it or not, good news that believe it or not, it's good news. Like, how is that possible? It just is. It's good news. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. We'll get you to Steve Berline in a moment. In the meantime, a lot, lot to get to here. Um, you know, like it's hard to be critical of Josh Allen when that thing is wind is whipping, right? But they did get whipped at the line of scrimmage. The, the, the final score may not be indicative, but to, to have a team come in who's dominated you for two decades and have a rookie quarterback, it, it, it feels like that's a win and a half for the Patriots. I, I could be overvaluing it. Steve Berline, of course, starred in the NFL, starred in college, former Domer, 15-year vet in National Football League, kind enough to spend some time with us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. As a guy who sees the game at a doctor level, what, what impressed you last night about the Patriots? Oh, well, uh, to, to echo what you were saying, um, you know, that, that was a huge game. And um, I, I really felt that Buffalo, uh, especially given the conditions, would, would have a uh, significant advantage. Now, never in my wildest dreams that I, I think the Patriots are only going to throw the ball three times uh, the whole game. Um, you know, I, I did not expect them to put much on Mac Jones at all, but that was absolutely um, a clinic in, in coming out and, and sticking with your game plan. It was obvious um, to everyone watching that that was the, the Patriot plan to just completely uh, commit 100% to the run game. They, they obviously made some adjustments in their run game, too, that I couldn't really comment on because I don't know what the subtle changes were. But uh, whatever they were doing up front was really causing Buffalo some problems because Buffalo knew they were not even considering throwing the football, you know, a quarter and a half into the game. And uh, to be able to have the success they still had running the football in a situation where Buffalo knew they were going to run the football, wow, that was pretty impressive. And, um, you know, I, I, obviously the defense uh, for, for New England, you always kind of expect them to show up, uh, especially with those conditions. Uh, I thought that Josh Allen would be a little bit more of a factor with his legs, um, but uh, it just didn't materialize that way. Um, you know, truly, we, we knew we all knew it was going to be a very uh, a game very close to the vest because of those conditions. But it's just another uh, feather in the cap of Bill Belichick. I mean, he he came out with a game plan. He and Josh McDaniel, and they stuck with it. And it worked out beautifully for them in the end, and uh, that's that's why they they are the New England Patriots. Steve Berline's our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Can you win a Super Bowl with Mac Jones as a rookie, considering how they're playing offensively? Well, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say you can't do it. Um, I I would be extremely. Uh, surprised if, if they were able to get that far. But uh, the the consistency that they're playing with right now, and yesterday you really can't give Mac Jones a grade on that performance yesterday. There, uh, he, he truly was simply, uh, um, you know, a, uh, I don't know what the word would even be, but he was, he was simply a, a a person that was just operating the, you know, get the snap and give it to somebody else and, and get out of the way. Uh, the three throws that they threw um, were, were were all very safe and, um, you know, no decision-making for him as well uh, throughout the course of the evening. So you can't really give him a grade for that. Uh, I think a lot of people could have could have gone in there and, and done as well as he did given those conditions and given that, that game plan. Uh, but what he's done to this point, in general, has been absolutely spectacular. I, I don't know how you uh, could ever have foreseen him to be at the level as far as NFL ready to play that he is. And you've got to give a lot of credit to Josh McDaniel again. Uh, the time he spent with Mac Jones and decision-making, 
the accuracy, the consistency that he shows up with, how he prepares for each game. Uh, it, it, it's, it's wisdom way beyond his years. Um, I don't think the Patriots are going to make their way all the way to the Super Bowl, but man, I, you know, I didn't think Brady was going to do it, um, you know, as many times as he did as well. And, uh, he just kept finding a way to get it done. And it, it really is, uh, I think, um, an illustration of how unique and how special, uh, Bill Belichick and that, that New England system, uh, really, uh, continues to, to just perform at the highest level, no matter who they've got in, in, in the, you know, in the uh, stable, so to speak. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Steve Berline is our guest, longtime NFL analyst, longtime starting quarterback in the National Football League. Um, okay, let me let, let me ask this: um, Baker Mayfield, how do you how do you fix that if you're the Browns? As you're still in the hunt, he's banged up, they're banged up, but they clearly have the talent uh, to make it to the playoffs, especially with extra teams in the playoffs. If if you're you got a headset on or you're advising Cleveland, what do you do? Well, I think the Cleveland Browns, the the the, the mentality for them, you know, this last part of the season, coming off the bye week, hopefully, is that 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 bye week really benefited Baker Mayfield. That some of his bumps and bruises are are healed up to the point where they're not affecting him as much down the stretch. Uh, but you got to really get back to who you are. Um, they, they have not been as committed to the run game uh, or, or not nearly as successful, I guess, in the run game um, prior, you know, the last few weeks that we've seen. And as, as Baker's uh, level of play has kind of deteriorated for whatever the reasons might be, uh, they've not been able to take the pressure off of him by uh, running the football. So that, I'm sure that's what the emphasis has been on uh, throughout the course of the bye week was Let's get Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb healthy, and uh, if you got to go to, um, you know, the uh, the the third guy Johnson, uh, then that as well. They just have that that trio of running backs ready to ready to run that football thirty to forty times a game. Um, play that that kind of smash mouth football. Set up the play action for Baker Mayfield. Try to keep teams from from really focusing in and putting the pressure on him on Baker. Uh, and then you have a chance to be successful. I think the, the Browns' defense is going to be just fine down the stretch. They're a good young defense. They can play with anybody. Um, if they can get that running game going to take the pressure off of Baker, you know, keep his throws in that uh, 25 to, to 30 range at the most, uh, I think they'll be in every game and have a chance to win. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. What's going on with Lamar Jackson? That's a great question. Um, you know, he's obviously very frustrated, and um, he, he wants to win so badly. He's so competitive, and he he is, I think, one of the worst in the league at keeping that uh, that poker face. He, you know, you you can always tell exactly what Lamar is thinking, and it's one of the things that I think all of us as competitors love about him because you just you can see how much it means to him. Uh, but I think he's trying a little bit too hard, and. I think that's really what's what's holding him back. You know, he's been so good uh, over the short term of his career uh, in terms of protecting the football and and being able to consistently perform at a very high level. Uh, I think he he's you know just as Patrick Mahomes is going through uh, challenges right now. They're they're roughly the same age. I think Mahomes has got maybe one more year on him as far as NFL experience. But when you look at Patrick Mahomes after a game, even after they lose and he's not played well, he always has a, a look of, we're going to be okay. We're going to figure this out. You know, things are, you know, things are, we're struggling a little bit right now, but we're going to figure this out. And you believe it. And it's always very positive. And he finds a way to kind of ease the, um, the, the negative, the negativity, I guess, so to speak. And Lamar just really has a tough time doing that. He, he, he just comes out and just says, you know, I want to win. I'm mad. I'm not playing well. We're not playing well. And I think he has to kind of take a step back and understand there are going to be points throughout the course of a game and of the season where it's not going to go perfectly. Uh, you've got to try to work through those times as, 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 um, as best you possibly can and don't make it worse by trying to force things and trying to make things 
happen that aren't really there. And I think he's learning that this year more so than any time in his career. There are times where you just have to sit back and say, hey, it's not going to happen on this drive. It's not, you know, no need to force it. Let's play the field position game, and then we'll get him next time we come back. You went to Notre Dame to play for Jerry Faust. Lou Holtz, I think his first year was your senior year. Do I have my, my years correct? You got it right. Yeah, I was his first quarterback. Okay, so when he came in, what was that like for the program? Because the program was not in the shape it's in now. Jerry Faust was never able to, you know, he was a high school coach at Moeller High School in Cincinnati, right? And he came in, and you guys went to a couple bowl games, but never, never really able to crack the code. What was it like when Lou Holtz got to Notre Dame? Well, you know, we, we, we got to remember now, we were 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. I had three years with Jerry Faust. He had been there. Uh, two years before I got there, so I was there for his third, fourth, and fifth years. But uh, as te- as a team, we were 18, 19, 20-year-old kids um, and and had never played at that level for anybody else. So we really didn't know what it should be like and what it, what it should feel like. We just felt like we were underachieving and weren't playing to the standard of Notre Dame football expectations. And then it, it took us literally – I mean, truly, it took us maybe three minutes with Lou Holtz before we realized that this was different. And you could just sense it. We all were looking at each other in that first meeting, and we, we were like, oh, my gosh, this this guy really knows what he's doing. And and he won us over that quickly. And, uh, you know, there was no – there was no getting to know you kind of period. It was like, what do we want? What are we supposed to do? How do you want it done? And let's go. We'll, we'll do whatever you tell us to do. We wanted it so badly, uh, but we also knew that he had a very clear plan of how to get it done. And as a motivator, there's nobody that even could compare with Lou Holtz uh, at that time and probably not even in this day and age. But, uh, you know, we went out and, and obviously the rest of it took care of itself. Uh, and I really feel good really good about this decision right now with Marcus Freeman. I think it's going to be a, a real positive, even though I, I, I hated the way that it happened and the way that Brian Kelly handled himself through the whole thing. I think he showed his true colors in a lot of ways, and I'm not going to get into bashing him because, um, you know, it was an incredible run that they had uh, over the course of his time there. But um, a lot of Notre Dame people have been waiting to, to turn the page on, on, on Brian Kelly, and uh, he made it easy. Uh, I think Jack Swarbrick, the athletic director, did the right thing by hiring Marcus Freeman, and you could see how that team uh, obviously uh, really fed off of that energy and that, that overall decision. So I, I think they're going to make a statement in this Fiesta Bowl game. Uh, I would not want to be in Oklahoma State shoes right now because that's going to be a fired-up football team that they're going to be facing and a team that really believes uh, that, that um, um, you know, this, this is um, a statement time for them to show uh, what Notre Dame is all about and what Notre Dame is going to be under Marcus Freeman. Great stuff. Steve Berline, former Domer, well, always a Domer, and 15-year vet in the National Football League, longtime NFL analyst. Steve, you're the best. Thanks for joining us, man. You got it, Doug. We'll talk to you, man. Take care. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, going to switch up uh, first hour, second hour, because Dan Byer needs his time to get his game in because it's a really good game. In the meantime, we want to play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio. We call it. And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? Here's Colin Cowherd talking about Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. Right into their wheelhouse. I will say this about both Belichick and Saban. There is a reason that they've had lots and lots of their assistants and coordinators leave and fail. Because you can copy a lot in life. You can't copy smart. And both Belichick this past offseason and Saban about four years ago did something a lot of older coaches won't do. They threw stuff away. They adapted. They evolved. That is the difference between aging well and aging poorly. Can you get over yourself? Belichick's like, I'm going to give the drafting back to the scouts. I'm not doing a very good job at at this sometimes. And I'm going to spend some money in free agency. That's so anti-Bill. Nick Saban, four or five years ago, I read a great story in the uh, New York Times about two or a couple years ago, maybe later this, earlier this year, where Saban admitted when he got Lane Kiffin on his staff, he's like, you can't win with defense. You can't stop anybody. He goes, I can't stop anybody, and I got all the best players. I mean, Georgia this weekend, they couldn't stop anybody. They, can't, they couldn't stop them. And so I love to see we discard people so quickly, right? But if Brady's playing until his mid-40s and Brady's going to win the MVP, then why can't these guys coach to 78, 79 years old? Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. It is a great point. Yeah, coaching doesn't, as long as you have the energy for it, 
and you're willing to learn and evolve. Um, I don't think that's really my takeaway from last night, though. Right. I also think the free agency thing, it, it wasn't because Bill Belichick changed his mind. It was because they never had money previously to spend. And it was a unique time. You know, where other teams, because the cap went down, didn't have money. The Patriots did. And the Patriots had had to fill up, you know, fill up their roster. Their reserves were empty. And it's because the previous year they were in cap hell and they just took it on the chin instead of doing what so many teams do is you're, you're pretty good. You push money, you know, to next year, to next year, to next year. And then ultimately you have a cap. That was their bad cap year. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio season nine. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.